0: are listening to the Tattle Creek Podcast. I'm Conan Tobias, Editor-in-Chief of Tattle Creek. Well, the podcast is still on a bit of a hiatus, but we couldn't miss out on checking in with uh, our good friend Derek McCormick for the, our annual Halloween podcast, and he's joining us by phone today. Hi, Derek. Hello, Conan, and happy Halloween. Well, happy Halloween to you. I know we had to do this by phone because we're doing it It's October 30th. We're in the, right, right in Halloween season, and I know you're we very, very busy. What did you say you were doing tonight? I'm in
1: Transylvania tonight.
0: <laughs> and, and what are you actually doing in Transylvania?
1: <laughs> um, I'm taking revenge on a very old enemy.
0: Mm-hmm. Where's the soup work in? Pardon me. Where's the soup working? <laughs> um,
1: my plot—the plot of Refer revenge is basically the plot of the Black Cat with Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. A classic. Uh. It involves stringing him up from the ceiling and slaying him alive.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Who is Sorry,
1: I didn't, I didn't mean to get all dirty on your podcast so soon.
0: Who is this person you're taking revenge on? Um, I can't reveal that. Okay. And when is this going to happen? Oh, it's happening. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going on right now.
1: I'm just casually slaying while I chat.
0: Somebody said you were making soup, it's like a blood soup of some kind. <laughs>
1: oh, I was making soup, but that... That's
0: what
1: I'm, that's my real life, sorry. Okay. I was trying to, I was trying to spice it up for you.
0: I appreciate that. We can certainly use that on the podcast here.
1: No one wants to hear what I really do the night before Halloween.
0: Probably not. Speaking of, Which I just, yeah. no, go ahead.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say take pills and watch TV.
0: So it's like every other night. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Speaking of the night before Halloween, I have a, a listener question for you. Uh, really? Yes. So, as I said, it's October thirtieth on the day we're recording this, which is, I believe, so this is Devil's Night tonight. Yes, it right? is. I guess or Gate Night, yeah. Right. So and so and and, and S. Carter was wondering, uh, what what night do you egg the houses? Is it Devil's Night or is it on Halloween itself? Halloween. It is Halloween.
1: Well, I mean, in my mind, the night before—I mean, Devil's Night was in America it means setting fires, does it not?
0: I don't know Why what are you asking me for you're the expert
1: and gate night in Canada was I think for very physical pranks like um, moving out houses or uh, you know removing gates or putting uh, wagons on top of barns and
0: things classic Canadian think, pranks
1: yeah I think <laughs> I think that the the egging of the house is um and TPing and uh I think that's for
0: Halloween night. Okay. Well, I associate
1: I associate those ones with um like the, a sort of halligan Halloween hooliganism and also a revenge on houses that are either dark and empty or don't give you the candy
0: you want. Are you are you taking revenge on any houses tonight? Or this this week <laughs> this week as well? <laughs> or is it just people? Um,
1: I spend almost every day of my life trying to uh, cast evil spells on the world around me, and it it never works. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I have any better chance Halloween night.
0: Okay. Well. <laughs> but we'll see. You got a few more hours to think about it.
1: <laughs> I I have a lot of uh, access to grind, you know.
0: I do know that. Yes most of them against myself <laughs> you're playing yourself right now aren't you
1: I mean I've been a tremendous letdown
0: speaking of thank you so much for agreeing to sign uh, all these copies of Dark Rides for Tattle Creek's Halloween uh, subscription drive oh yeah no, it's speaking exciting. of letdowns for those for those who haven't heard yet if you, you've got one more day by the end of Halloween Evening, if you go uh, online, you can just uh, get Tattle Creek for 1332, which is uh, 666 times 2. You can can get four issues of Tattle Creek, plus a free copy of Derek's debut, Dark Rides, celebrating 20 years this year. He will sign anything you want in it, right? I would absolutely do that. Okay, so one more day.
1: I have no boundaries. I have no shame. I have nothing to lose. Exactly.
0: I will put anything in that you want. If you had something to lose, you wouldn't have all these extra copies of Dark Rides 20 years later.
1: <laughs> I have a lot of copies of Dark Rides because you see, when my publisher printed it, they thought people were going to buy it.
0: And Now I have a lot of copies of Dark Rides. <laughs> so thank you. It's a fabulous book. I love the book. Um, it's very Halloween-y. It, I think it's my sweetest book
1: and there's lots of Halloween stuff in it and um, Heartbreak uh, young love, young lust um, I think uh, I think after that i uh, I think maybe that was the last book I wrote that had actual human emotions in it, so if you like reading about
0: humans and emotions and plots and plausible characters, this is the book for you. This is the Derek McCormick book for you it was all <laughs> da- It was all downhill from there.
1: It certainly was, and I'm
0: also, still going down. Also one of your longer books, I think, isn't it? Uh, <coughs> 80, 80, 90 no, pages? Actu-
1: no, actually, Conan, it's... Oh, yeah, it's pretty
0: short. <laughs> well, it can be yours, listener, for 1332 plus four issues of Tattle Creek. I think it's
1: just over 900 words, the whole book, so...
0: Which is less than an issue of Tattle Creek. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, no, I, I, I forget the word count. I remember the word count, but I'm not going to say it.
0: Not in a public forum like this. Speaking <laughs> of public forums, what have you been doing the last few days? You've been down at... Oh, I've
1: been very busy. Uh, I've been at the Edition Art Book Fair in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first art book fair to uh, coincide or to take place alongside um, the Art Toronto... Show and we have been Ian Phillips and I uh, have been wrapping up a Halloween uh, art project that we started eight years ago. Um, it's called Hams, the Holiday Art, Holiday Arts Mail Order School, and uh, so I, I guess the history is eight years ago. The AGYU, the Art Gallery of York University, asked us. If we would like to do a project, and we came up with a project, uh, which was we would create a fake correspondence school um, in Peterborough, Ontario, in 1937, and we would teach people about Halloween. And so we uh, we never, you know, occupied a building in Peterborough. We took a post office box and we bought stationery and uh, we started printing Halloween lessons that I wrote. Um, lessons like the jack-o'-lantern, the jack-o'-lantern is costume, the jack-o'-lantern is decoration, and we sent that to a large group of mostly visual artists, and each assignment came with homework, and the artist would complete the homework and send it back to us. And um, after all these years, we have finally published the class yearbook for 1937, uh, including all the student projects, all the lessons, um, documentation of a haunted house that Ian and I built at Art Toronto five years ago, and uh, tons and tons of fake ads from uh, Peterborough.
0: It's very exciting. Congratulations.
1: Um, I had very little to do with it. The writing's the weakest part, but Ian has made
0: it this thing of staggering beauty. I know I was being polite, but yes, <laughs> so. Ian's, Ian's fantastic. Um,
1: this you know the 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 professor, the head of the school is this character named Derek McCormick.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> who is a doctor of Halloweenology. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: Sounds so fake.
1: And, uh... Hey, it's the only degree I have.
0: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm um, at the, I meant the name. <laughs>
1: I'm not an educated person. <laughs> um, he... Uh, In the the fictional universe of the school, his mother worked at the West Clocks plant in Peterborough, Ontario, Mm -hmm. making jack-o'-lantern clocks, which were actually made in Peterborough at the West Clocks factory. Uh, The jack-o'-lantern clock, the model was a radium clock. It used radium paint on the face and the hands, and, of course, radium was a deadly... uh, Radium paint was a deadly thing to use, and uh, people died. People got cancer, people... Uh, jaws crumbled uh, and who, who worked at the paint and um, on the bright side those people glowed when they went home after work um, so the professor in the book is bas- is teaching Halloween, but also recounting the death of his very beloved mother who worked at West Clocks and to whom uh, or who he lost whom he lost to radium poisoning and uh, Uh, So it's a sad story, but in the end he's talking about Halloween as being a sacred time because it's the time when his mother comes back. Uh, At least in his mind, it's the time he sees his mother again because uh, the
0: streets are suddenly full of jack-o'-lanterns and ornaments and uh, glowing things. Things that glow in the dark. And uh, uh, to him, they're all mother. And there's an even happier ending in that you and Ian have recreated the clock and are now able to charge a lot of money for it. Is that right?
1: <laughs> we recreated the clock, yes, mm-hmm. in Bone China. Mm-hmm. It goes in the dark. We put a very reasonable price on it and know about one, so then we marked it down 97% and <laughs> we have
0: sold them all. Is there actual radium, um, is there radium on it?
1: Uh, there is no radium on it. There is just phosphorescent paint, which oh is goodness. only mildly toxic. Mm-hmm. Um. I have an actual jacqueline and clock with radium here do you it's it's beside my bed and mm-hmm. in an interesting turn um, as you know um, I developed a very weird form of cancer five years ago
0: mm-hmm. fancy that <laughs>
1: so uh, I would save all my books it is the most autobiographical in that the other books have characters having sex which i never do but in this book i wrote the ham's lessons um the character uh is surrounded by death and cancer and look at me
0: look at you no don't look at me (laughs) (laughs) now is it is this sorry go ahead
1: i'm actually standing by my bed right now looking at this west clock's clock and wondering if i should like Someone with a some kind of a Geiger counter in here or something
0: might not be a bad idea.
1: Oh, it's too late now to do anything. Who cares?
0: Now is this is this Doctor Derek McCormick? Is this the same Derek McCormick from, that appears in all your other books, or just a a different <laughs> Derek McCormick? Uh,
1: it might be the same. Yeah. Um,
0: they're
1: all Derek McCormick.
0: I know. Uh, <laughs> but are they all the same all, Derek McCormick?
1: They're not the same. No, there's I I don't I don't know how I don't know I. I, I always write first person. I always call them Derek McCormick, and terrible things always happen to them. Um,
0: is that just lazy I'm, on your part, or is that?
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know me, Conan. I've never really had um, more than one idea.
0: Yeah, that's, that's I, the it's the gay vampire sex book.
1: I've just mm-hmm. really, really, really hammered it, and. uh
0: well, congratulations on publishing the same book yet again. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. I know you. I know you have one for me. I'm, I'm very excited to see it.
1: Well, you know, I appreciate that, and I'd like to tell you, I'd like to tell all my fans out there, um, I'm
0: probably going to put the same book out a couple more times. So I know we all we see, can't wait. I know.
1: If you don't see the hands one, then just wait.
0: I bought them all so far.
1: Um, I know you've been so kind.
0: Maybe maybe next year we can we can sell off the ham the hams book cheap all the leftover hams books cheap with our oh God. There. What a life? What a life of remainders? Is my life next year? Wish book.
1: Um yeah, I have a whole bunch of those too. <laughs> I
0: mean, the only book I really don't have many of is Christmas Days because they pulped them all. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that's to my. Astonishment. Jeanette Winterson has a book coming out this uh,
0: fall called Christmas Day. I, I have a copy of that at my other office. Do you it's, really? It's a. It's a. It's kind of. Well, I don't want I don't. I won't say it's a blatant ripoff of yours because I don't want to get in trouble. But I see some similarities.
1: So she clocked me, right?
0: Well, I, I. I'm not saying that. Well, I can say that. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs>
1: What's she gonna co- What's she gonna do? What can she get from me? It like bo- it six hundred six boxes of my old books.
0: <laughs> she doesn't have Seth she can though. Have them. There's no Seth in if her she, book, though.
1: If Jennifer Wynderson wants to carry my old books out here, she can have
0: them. <laughs> maybe, maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't pulp your old book. Maybe they just put a new cover on it, different author <laughs> name to try and sell it. Well, that was the worst career decision
1: of her life. <laughs> um. I guess I have to... What I have, could I ask you a question though you're the interviewer? Sure. What have you been doing for Halloween?
0: I did. Well, I've been eating uh, a lot of Count Chocula. How many boxes have you had so far?
1: I had one Count chocolate and one Blueberry.
0: You bought a Blueberry, huh? Hmm.
1: Oh, no, not Blueberry. Sorry, um...
0: Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Uh, Frankenberry. Frankenberry is my favorite. Is it? Hmm. Yeah. I prefer the chocolate. So I've, so I've had a lot of Count chocolate, I've had a lot of Molasses Kisses, which you know I love. Mm. Uh, I've carved my jack o' lantern already. I carved him a little. Oh. carved him a little too early. He's rotting, but I'm thinking I'm. Figuring. Well, you, if if you'd
1: been a ham student, you would have known to rub vaseline on the open surfaces
0: to keep them good for a week. I do. Know, I do know that. I think because you told me that, I just didn't do it. Oh, God. I also I flunked out of hams after the, like the first lesson. So.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that.
0: I think that's. I think the. I think the vaseline thing is in one of your books, isn't it? Pardon me? I think the vaseline thing is in one of your books, isn't it? I think it's in all of them. Oh, of course. <laughs> um I did know th- people, I did know that, but I didn't do it. I'll do it next year, I promise. A lot of people I
1: know funked out of hands means meaning they just weren't that interested in the whole idea.
0: I was. It was just it was it was so much work.
1: So much work to draw a jack o' lantern.
0: I can't I can't draw. <laughs> I'm a word guy, Derek. <laughs> um what else did I do? I, no. uh, I just yeah, uh, I, I decorated. I've watched. I've yeah. watched, I watched some movies. Going to watch some more tomorrow.
1: Have you been watching old ones or relatively new ones? Uh,
0: old ones. Uh, TCM and AMC have been on fire.
1: I taped a bunch of ones on TCM. Um, I can't wait to watch The Black Cat, and I can't wait to mm-hmm. watch The Invisible Man.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to see. I went to see Carnival of Souls at the Royal.
1: Oh, is that the one where people were um, narrating it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Um, I took my mother, who was turning 74.
1: Her birthday present request was to go see the midnight showing of the Rocky Horror Picture Show at the <laughs> Bloor. Really? Yeah. So I went, and it was just as horrible as you'd expect it to be.
0: Well, I've, I've, I've seen it at the Bloor, but that was a very long time ago. It's well, those people
1: who live act the Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. those people are the worst people in the world.
0: Hmm. It's probably, it's probably not that different from what I saw 20 years ago there. No, I think it's probably just a homely set of the worst people in the world. <laughs> what did your mother um, think?
1: My mother thought they were the worst people in the world. <laughs> it's funny, I hadn't seen the movie in 30 years and I was so
0: late at first and then a scene would come on and it would all come flood back to me how boring that movie is. Had, you, had your mother had some grand expectations? Had she ever seen the movie?
1: She had. She took me when I was 14 or
0: 15. She, she really? got me in and and uh, we, in, we both enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed
1: it a lot. I don't. She says she did, but I, I think it gave her a terrible vision of her son's future. <laughs> well,
0: that was a very nice um, thing to do, all these uh, yeah, all was. these years, so late, we 30 years and later, 30 years later with your mother. That's nice.
1: I also went to um, the Casa haunted house this
0: year. I I drove I, I by and I saw the I was going to a better party at Casa and I saw the line. Uh, and so I decided not to go back with it. How was it?
1: It was terrific. Yeah? Yeah, it was really good. It was, uh, I mean, they had just the top-notch, high, highest-quality crops and gimmicks for it, and there was a couple things I,
0: the couple things they had that I'd never experienced in a haunted house before, so I was well-pleased really? to uh,
1: see the state-of-the-art stuff.
0: Did they scare Derek McCormick?
1: They did scare me.
0: Hmm. And... What scared you? Uh, what scares Derek McCormick?
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Aside from hard work.
1: Uh, well, there were women there. They let women in. Of course, gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrifying for homosexual like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they had a... It's basically, I think, two enormous inflated black blocks shoved together, and you had to walk between them So it was basically walking down a black hallway, but the hallway was closed right in front of you and closed behind you. And as soon as you took a step, it closed again and couldn't hear a thing, couldn't see a thing. Hmm. Um, It wasn't uncomfortable, but it was just, uh, however it worked, I don't know the science and the engineering behind it, but it just completely enclosed you. And uh, really, really, I thought I should just stop here and cry and
0: die.
1: <laughs> this is
0: it. I'm glad you made it out.
1: Um, it did, was so fun. I did.
0: I did hear some people say that there were many claustrophobic things in it. Yes,
1: Yeah. yeah, there were. But um, I'm not big on claustrophobic things. But uh, I also went early. I didn't go late. I went. I went got one of the early tickets, so there were little kids there, and and I. I it's more fun with the little kids because they are genuinely scared and also really, really want not to be scared, and uh, it's hilarious watching them.
0: Who cried first, them or you? of me? Who cried first, them or you?
1: <laughs> well, they cried when they saw me.
0: <laughs>
1: Is that the answer you want?
0: Scariest part of the haunted house.
1: Um... Yeah, no, I, I, was, I, I thought it was great, and also it was sponsored by Captain Morgan's, which at first I thought was cheesy, but right in the middle of the Haunted House, you come onto this big, like, rollicking bar where there's hot bartenders and people flirting and people on dates, and you get a spice drum, and you get kind of drunk, and then you go in the second half of the Haunted House.
0: Hmm.
1: I was really civilized.
0: Well, maybe next year. I'll, 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 uh, I'll call you next year. Maybe we'll go together.
1: Yeah, for sure. Maybe, hey, can you wing it so that I can design it next year?
0: I have no sway in that sort of thing, but I'll try. <laughs> I, don't the, I don't know any of the people involved, but uh, sure. Yeah, but you, you have your words, he you said. That's true. I'll, I will. I'll write a strongly worded letter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. When, I'm, I'm sure when they hear this podcast, they'll be calling. <laughs> him. Uh, if they made it this so far.
1: That was a good. I had a good Halloween week.
0: Rocky Horror not so good. The mm-hmm. Haunted guys, really good, and then um, being
1: with Ian at HAMS and the AGYU crew and wrapping up that whole um, uh, project we've been doing has been great and tons of the artists came by, Sherry Boyle came by and Katie Bissett-Lehman and uh, John Sasaki and Paul P, and Scott Levin. so it's been great. We actually met students that uh, we did not know, I mean the people that just enrolled in the, in the male art school, didn't know us we didn't know them a couple of men and women who sent in all their projects graduated with honors, and we got to meet them so
0: awesome that sounds fantastic and now yeah, to cap perfect. off now to cap off your halloween you have this now i get to talk to you it's now an annual tradition so now you have to do it forever
1: and then tomorrow night i get to take my uh four-year-old nephew out trick-or-treating uh he's dressing as chase from paw patrol a Mm -hmm. cartoon i'm sure you know well Mm, of course i'm going as marshall Mm -hmm. and um that is that is of course the highlight because i just fucking love seeing kids out trick-or-treating
0: excellent well that sounds fun i also love that they go out at like six o'clock and it's all over by seven and you're in bed (laughs) i think that's the part you like the most
1: and then it's Christmas time.
0: <laughs> well, before we get to Christmas, are you going to do a reading for us this year?
1: Sure, I'd love to.
0: What do you got for us this year?
1: Well, friends out there, I'm going to read from <clears throat> the HAMS, the Holiday Arts Mail Order School. It was um, a letter we sent out when, people, when students first, artists first enrolled, sent in a sent in a letter of interest to the school to enroll we sent them a little informational pamphlet and I'm going to read a bit from this informational pamphlet alright um, so it's called Introduction to the Halloween Arts by Dr. Derek McCormick Halloweenologist the devil he's red he's horned he's a dime it's Halloween in Woolworths the devil is a jack-o' lantern. The seasonal aisle is stocked with jack-o' lanterns. Pumpkin shaped lanterns painted pumpkin. Bats and black cats made of composition or cardboard. They're grotesque, not nearly as grotesque as my mother. The way she looked the day she died, two teeth in her head, lips so thin she was lipless. Bald as a bald wig. The glow. She was glowing green in her hospital room. My mother, jack-o'-lantern. My mother, miasma. When is a jack-o'-lantern a clock? When it's a jack-o'-lantern. A model manufactured by the West Clock's Clock Company since 1922. The jack-o'-lantern is a wind-up alarm clock. The face is paperboard. The casing, nickel-plated tin. It looks nothing like a jack-o'-lantern, save for in this regard, it glows in the dark. My mother made me mine. A jack-o'-lantern is a Halloween decoration. It has eyes, a nose, a mouth. A jack-o'-lantern has hands, printed on its face, made in Canada. A jack-o'-lantern is lit with a candle, a jack-o'-lantern clock with radium. The jack-o'-lantern was the first radioluminescent clock made in Canada. In 1922, radium was a novelty. In 1922, my mother was working at the West Clocks plant in my hometown of Peterborough. She'd been assembling Big bends. She switched to painting jack-o'-lanterns with radium paint. The radium was refined in a town near Peterborough, in Port Hope. Second minute hour, my mother painted jack-o'-lantern hands and dials, notches marking minutes, numerals marking hours, West Clocks kept the workroom dark. She and other painters worked by the glow of paint pots. The painters were all women. West Clocks had a hit. Stores such as Simpsons and Eaton sold the jack-o'-lantern. My mother painted 350 dials a day, dipping her brush in radium paint, drawing it across dials, then reshaping it with her lips, tipping, the techniques called. The paint contained linseed oil, Oil made it easier to apply. The paint also contained hair oil. It tasted pleasant. In 1923, West held a Halloween party for the press to crow about the success of the jack-o'-lantern. The Peterborough Examiner was there, so too was TikTok, a newsletter put out by West employees. Mother and a few lady friends dressed up as pumpkins. TikTok took a picture that turned the lights off Mother and the others glowed. They painted their costumes with and faces, triangle eyes, triangle noses, gap tooth grins. They daubed radium paint on their lips and eyelids too, for fun. Fingernails glowed like doorbells. Hours, the doctor said. My mother said nothing. How could she? The doctor had surgically removed a section of her. He held up the bit of bone he'd biopsied. It had a hundred holes in it, honeycombed. My mother had painted Jack-o'-lanterns for five years. The radium, the doctor said, had buried itself in her bones, then burned outward. He said he'd seen a couple of other cases of honeycombed bone, all of them in women, West women. Radium disease, the doctor called it. Radium sickness, radium necrosis. It was 1927. He said there was no scientific term for what my mother had. The illness was new and not yet named. But I know a name, jack-o-lanternitis. The doctor did know this, there was no cure. Bury her in a lead-lined casket, he said. Do not embalm her, he said. Do not kiss her. Time of death, he drew a sheet over her head jaw glowing beneath bandages lantern jawed
0: that's it that's a perfect Derek McCormick Halloween story
1: (laughs) it's really gruesome
0: it's perfect it it is Halloween after all Derek thanks so Um, much
1: oh thank you for having me Conan
0: it's always a pleasure every year
1: I'm happy to be here another year, and the Travel Creek is here another year, and that we are um, doing this.
0: I hope we'll talk to you at Christmas again. Oh yeah,
1: I'll get
0: ready. <laughs> Please do. Have a great. I'll start getting. I'll start getting ready on the first. <laughs> All right. Have a great day tomorrow at Hams, and now trick or treating. Thanks. Happy Halloween. You too, I think my couch uncle is calling me, so I'm gonna go have that now. Oh yeah, go have dinner. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Derek. Happy Halloween. my
1: darling. Okay.